for my 89th episode, I'm bringing you something. If you come to L.A. or you live in Los Angeles, you need to run. Don't walk to this restaurant, Seoul Hollywood. We're talking to two of the chefs next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live. Breaking into. Hey, Bobby, why do you like soul food? Because it makes me happy. I like that. Little JB's in the house. We're talking about some soul. When I say soul food, I mean like food that feeds your soul also. And this food, this place does that. Not even a joke. I mean, this beat, you've heard this beat before and everything. Hi, I'm James Lott Jr. Welcome to Breaking Into here on Black Hollywood Live. I'm so glad you can join me for my 89th episode. We're moving right along here in the year. It's tomorrow's the first day of fall. That's right. We're moving right along this year. And so, you know, fall's all about food. Well, okay, so is spring, summer, and winter. But fall's about food, too. And my, my guest today, and there's some food on this table. I don't know why I'm talking to you, because I just want to start eating. <laughs> I don't know why I'm, like, on screen trying to talk, because this food is going up my nose. So good. We can talk each thing, too. Um, I can actually really vouch for this new restaurant that's in Hollywood. Uh, I went there and ate my brains out, and every single thing was delicious, no joke. Then took a tour of the place, and it's beautiful. So I'm going to show you some pictures, some pictures of food. Um, it's, I mean, it's in a great location on Hollywood Boulevard. Um, and we're going to talk to two of the chefs who are important to, like, the operation of like, the food and the, and the kitchen. Um, both of my guests are chefs. They've been around. They have long resumes and have made this food sitting right in front of me. We have Chef Julian Jones. How are you? I am great. I'm well-rested today. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. And Chef Yelang Smith. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having us Welcome today. to the show. Welcome to the show. And so the first, I'm going to say this address like 10 times. <laughs> 7046 Hollywood Boulevard. 7046 Hollywood Boulevard. You don't remember nothing else. Remember 7046 on Hollywood Boulevard. Make sure we say that 10 times. <laughs> this, I mean, I'm looking, I'm sitting here looking at this food going, oh my God. Um... This was a long time coming, wasn't it, this restaurant? Yes, it was a long time coming. And yeah. There's a thing, there's an old saying, um, good things come to those who wait. Mm-hmm. And so here it is, you wait no longer, come and get it. I always also say that things are right on time. You always say right. God comes right on time, things are on me. So it was a long time, maybe the time was now. Yep, never fails. That's, that's, how, I look at, that's how I look at that. Now, okay, so now we're going we're gonna to first talk about... Um, the actual restaurant. I want to show a couple of pictures. Of, we have three pictures I want to show of the interior and one of the exterior. It's beautiful. I mean, the restaurant, you walk in, it's open air. It's, I mean, it's inside, but it's open. It's open. Open floor plan. And it's beautiful. I mean, your bar. Like, I ate upstairs. I mean, it's just beautiful. I just, it's so nice in there. And it's big. I think 6,000 square feet is the number. It's huge. And that's the outside. Um, okay, so I mean, it's, it's a huge place. You can how many people can it hold for for, for dinner? I believe we're looking at about a buck fifty. Okay, that's good. Yes, sir, that's good. And they have said they have several different uh, two tops, four tops. What's the largest party you've had? Do you think since it comes since opening? We've had like two hundred people just the other night. Uh, okay, pre Emmy mm-hmm. party. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. You guys have several. You have some events there, haven't you? Since yes. you opened multiple events before we opened. Yeah, uh, currently, like Yulang said. Uh, a couple nights ago, a massive party for the Emmys, red carpet, really wonderful. Because you're right there. I mean, literally, they're right there. Yeah. Like, you're in a great location. Um, the cross street is... Hollywood and Sycamore. Sycamore. That's right, Sycamore. That makes sense right there. You have valet parking. They have valet parking, you guys. So if you don't want to take an Uber, take a Lyft, but if you want to bring your car, they valet, can valet park it for you. It's hard to find parking over there. That's one, one thing that people keep asking me. I said, don't worry about it. You can, they'll, they'll take care of that part for you. Well, I don't want anybody discouraged. Yeah. 
Yeah. People hate to drive in L.A. I know. Parking is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But L.A., by Valley, they Valley everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. I mean, there's, there's like dry cleaners in Valley. Everybody Valley. There's a day. Sizzler on Highland that I Valley at sometimes. A <laughs> <laughs> little side job. A little side job there. That's, uh, I love that. So, Julie, we're going to start with you. I mean, you've been, I mean, you've been around for a long time, been around, and I've been around. So where are you from originally? Uh, you want the long story or the short story? I want the halfway long, halfway short story. Halfway, the Tinder story. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, originally, I'm a military brat, um, and I was born in North Africa, wow. uh, Tunisia. Spent about the first eight years of my life there. Wow. Uh, but my father is also a still actively touring bluegrass musician, so we traveled quite a bit. Raleigh, North Carolina, Falls Church, Virginia, Washington, D.C., Parkersburg, West Virginia, home of the Big Reds, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh. I saw Pittsburgh the other day. I was like, yes, I, have, I have family and homes in Pittsburgh. So uh, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful part of the world to be from. Yeah. Um, a lot of history there, a lot of culture there, and there's uh, a lot of soul in the South. A lot of soul there, for it sure. Is. And okay, so I want to talk back to the, the Tunisia part. So, I mean, you were there first eight years? Yes, sir. And so, but you were on a military base, right? Yes, sir. Did you learn local language and stuff there too? Or? The primary language was Arabic. The secondary language was French. But okay. on the military, the base was English. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious, like, wow. So I'm sure all of those places you have been influenced your cooking. A hundred percent. Yeah. You're you're uh, a sum of your ingredients, your recipe, your gumbo. You know. Uh, so you know, you live a little bit here. You little live a little bit there. You try to learn and pick up as much as you can. And uh, the good stuff sticks. And also you spent time in Hawaii, too. Yes, sir. I was there about a year. And so that I'm sure that influenced things, too. I see there's some cute little flowers on here you're telling sure, me about. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I was in Maui for a little over a year. And uh, I was telling you earlier, those flowers in Ylang, that I saw them. When I landed, uh, you know, you get laid, of course. Yes. Uh, but up, bump. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And there was a whole uh, wreath of those flowers in yeah. every restaurant, every hotel that were very, very popular. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And now, Ylang, where, now, where are you from? I was born in Kinston, North Carolina, Okay. and I came to California when I was eight months old because my mom came here to go to school. Oh, wow. So even though, you know, I spent a lot of time, obviously, in California, I'm a Southern girl. At and, heart. At heart, and uh, my mom, my, my dad is from Louisiana. There you go. So, you know, I, I have those recipes. Yeah. I grew up with that with that. Texas, Louisiana, yeah. North Carolina. She yeah. got gravy in her veins. Okay, okay, so me too, girl. Me too. I like I, I all that too. Yes. I also went to Howard University in yeah. Washington, D.C. So you get a chance to travel the eastern seaboard. I had an uncle in New York. So yeah. when you travel, you eat. And, yes, that's true. And I think all those, all having been not in one place, helped has helped my, my cooking. We both have that in common. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Howard University what was like going to a, a historically black college. It was amazing. I, I'm I'm still very good friends with all my classmates wow. from Howard, and I'm getting a lot of support from the Howard alumni with wow. Soul. Oh, good. And you know the entire community watched very closely as this project came together, wow. and they're ready to support us wholeheartedly. I've known my my niece uh, Haley just graduated from um, from um, Hampton College. Yes, another one of those black. And, and, and just it seems like they continue to stay in touch. The alumni is there. It's real. It's real. It's that's real, right. yes. Wow, that's amazing. Um, but what what is one thing about California that you really like, though? The the one thing I love about California is we have we have all since our farms the farms are here, mm-hmm. so our ingredient list is unlimited. Wow. 
And then California now, we have amazing wines. We're coming for the world with our wine list right now. That's true. Um, Our weather is is awesome. And I love with California, we figured out how to lighten up some of those traditional, very heavy uh, menu items and make them more California-centric, more California-friendly. Yeah. I'm going to ask you about that because I'll ask you, Julian. Especially um, knowing that people's taste in Los Angeles, especially, mm-hmm. they want to be oh, I don't know, I want this, but they they want it. They want uh, they want everything you want. They want lard. They want everything, but they don't yeah. want to eat it, of course. Yes. So, so you have you've had to modify some of the dishes, obviously, to kind of. Well, like Yulang said, we have access to so much product. I think California is the sixth largest economy on the planet, just wow. as a state. So, if we don't have access to fresh produce, poultry, uh, red meat, uh, there's a problem. We can't source that. So, we have spent. A large amount of time uh, sourcing these ingredients, yeah. cultivating these recipes, and Yulang was very conscious when I was first brought on about wanting to try to have as many uh, healthier versions of some of the traditional traditional um, heavy soul items. For example, in front of you, you have um, the Caesar salad. So you said you do something a little different. Well, traditionally, it's, it's good, folks. It's good. <laughs> um, traditionally, it's um, a romaine lettuce. And it's a very heavy uh, mayonnaise-based dressing, uh, but we try to flip it. So we have a dino lacinato kale, which is a black Tuscan kale. Um, it's a lighter uh, lettuce than uh, romaine. We also use a non-dairy, non-egg-based dressing in there. It's a vegan A's. So for all you health-conscious people. Yes, it's great. Um, we have uh, herb homemade uh, croutons in there. Um and uh, fresh lemon zest, fresh cheese on there, yeah. um, and it's all California. Everything in this. I like that. Yes. It's something about cooking with whole ingredients. You know, like um, the chicken is organic. We source that. A great farmer, a farmer, a, a well-known farmer. Mm-hmm. We have happy chicken. So um, mm-hmm. even some of the seasoning and spices that we're using are organic. It's nice to know that your food isn't sitting in a whole bunch of chemical. Yes. And, and you know, we, there's, some, there's lots of documentary things on that. So like, it's good to know that at least California, we're leading the way of kind of like making sure all the ingredients really are fresh. Yeah, everything on the menu is either uh, 100% all natural or organic. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. That's good to know. That's really, that's really good to know. Um, now, you both have worked for other places. And what do you think, in your, each of your opinions, sets working this place apart from the others? Well, I, I, I want to speak to that. Um, because most recently, like while the 10 years and waiting for soul to come together, you know, just had yeah. waiting, I had to work. I had to feed my family. Yeah. I still had to, you know, have a existence. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I got in the kitchens. I personally wanted to work in some of the best ah, places. Okay. So I've worked in Wolfgang's kitchen. He had, he runs the most awesome catering kitchen. Oh, okay. It's uh, really across the street from soul. It's down <laughs> the street. But it's just phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, they bake. They have their baking, their searing, their marinating. They're cooking at the absolute highest level. And so, for me, I've learned to make sure that in our kitchen, moving forward, that we um, continue to embrace, um, you know, just high standards and challenge ourselves and and learn. Because I think all, the best thing that I have learned working in other places is that you keep learning. Yeah, education never stops. It's like never stops. And I noticed that your kitchen before you get to answer your but I noticed that you have separate stations for different things. It's very it looks very organized to me. I'm organized, so it's very organized to me. It's like this area is for this and this area is for that and this area is for that. And it seems like it all works really well together. There's a purpose for that for sure. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a yeah. it's not a uh 
uh, a very extensive menu. We are mindful of not trying to bog down the kitchen. Yeah. So we have, uh, it's staged, is what it's traditionally called. So we have you know nine items in one section, six items in another, eight in another, to ease the burden, uh, to help the food come out quicker and fresher. Yeah. yeah. So for you, what's it like working? What's the difference about working here than, than other places you have worked? It's, I've worked in corporate America. Yeah. I've worked as a private chef. Uh, I've worked... Uh, in a variety of places. Um, for me, I think being actively creative, being allowed to have autonomy, uh, you know, because you, as an actively creative person, you want to create. You don't want to still want to come in and punch a clock like you're working in a factory. No, you don't. No. So um, people get bored with that. I know uh, cooks and chefs in, in the kitchen, they like to experiment. Yulang said that we're always trying to challenge ourselves. So we're always actively creating. As I mentioned to you earlier, um, we have desserts that we're changing constantly because I'm I have ADD in the kitchen. I'm like, all oh, this pudding is great. Now what are we doing tomorrow? I got to tell you, I'm gonna stop him there for a second because <laughs> there is this cake they have with this caramel center. That thing is good. It, it's, it's 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 we said it's it was really sex. Good. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wives. Mm-hmm. This cake was crazy talk. It is really good. It was really good. It's yeah. delicious. It was good. Double layer chocolate caramel ganache cake. Mm-hmm. All made from scratch. I eat the crumbs. Well, <laughs> she's got I, some in her hair still. Our, our pastry, Hold on, our, I got some right here. Got our, some right our pastry here. chef yeah. is cutting it. When oh. she And I'm just, I can't wait till something drops oh. on the side. I get the crumbs. I'm it's all See, I used to do that when I was a kid. I had a mother like you and a mm-hmm. grandmother that were always cooking in the kitchen. And that's how I first started <laughs> picking up the crumbs. And it was a, while you're there, why don't you shuck that corn? And, yeah. and then I, you know, I was put to work. Yeah. <laughs> you want those crumbs. You want it, you know, uh, the blender yeah. that had the little mixer and yes. the cake batter yes. on it. Yes. I want to eat that or the cookie dough. She's like, okay, so you shuck those beans, mm-hmm. you clip this, you cut that. Oh, and mine too. Mm-hmm. Work for your supper pretty early yes. on. I like that. Yes. We are live and we have someone who has a, a statement and a question for you guys. Kenneth Clark says, hi chefs. Hello. All the best on the restaurant. Thanks, Kenny. Who do you guys look up to in the culinary world? Good question. Doing my job for me. Uh, all right. I will, I will speak to... There's there's several chefs and they happen to be um, they're California chefs that okay. I really really look up to. I look up to. I'm sorry, with that right. was my phone. The yes. two. They're, they're, <laughs> the She's two, so excited. The <laughs> two. The two hot tamales. Yes. I followed their career as a young chef 20 years ago. I've had wow. a chance to feed them in my my loft downtown. Wow. One of them is because there's there's two of them. Yeah. So full circle moment there. I, and I just I love those women. I love their work at their worth ethic. I love what they think about food. Mm-hmm. I love how they uh, they go deep in flavor. They make the best, one of the best margaritas that I've ever had to oh. date, still hands down. I don't wow. know what, seriously. It's, How many did you have? I only had one. Okay. <laughs> I wish I had one yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> I had one. That sounds good. Like, we actually good. had a, you had a chance to meet them at that trade show. I met them. And then also, uh, so I really just appreciate them. But in really quick note, again, I want to say it. I love me some Woofy, some Wolf Gang Puck. I do. Yeah. I watch him on Saturday mornings. Oh, I yeah, like yeah, to see him yeah. sell his product. He sells everything. I know he I does. think he might sell bed sheets. He now, probably does at this point. But yeah, he he, does. he is on it. He's just he. I just love how he. And then he's just happy. I yeah. like that he's a happy yeah. chef because there's some chefs out there that are miserable. Yeah, I'm sure. I love happy chefs. Yeah. I actually worked for him for a day. Okay. Uh, when he had Spago on Sunset. Oh, I remember. I remember. I yeah, and it was a there. gorgeous, iconic property. Yeah. And I walked in and I busted my butt, and you staged a day, stage. And I worked like a 12-hour shift, no break. And it's an open kitchen, so celebrities and people are coming in. They're waving. And um, and I was like, 
really tired and busted my butt. <laughs> and as Yilang mentioned, he's he's a marquee chef. He's branded himself very well, and he has very high standards for a reason. And at the end of the shift, uh, he wanted to pay me a very small wage. And I said, i got to make a living. He goes, Julian, you can put me on your resume. And I said, I'm going to put you on my resume anyways, but you got to pay me, Wolfie. <laughs> that was the end of that experience. <laughs> I, I, can still, I worked you for a day. Right, I right, on there. right. But I need some money. Yeah. That's so funny. Wow. Well, who else do you look up to? Who do you look up to? Um, I've been fortunate enough, like you Lang, to work with some uh, marquee names. Uh, I did a TV show with Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, I'll he you. is uh, world class. Okay, you have to. Okay, you have to. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure he gets this all the time. I feel, I feel like he's probably a super nice. He could guy. not. He yeah. could not have been nicer. I worked with him twice actually. Um, yeah, once in Vermont. And uh, before we were taping, uh, it was, you know, sun up to sundown, cameras on oh. you almost 24 hours a day except when you were asleep. And they could have had one there hidden, by the way. <laughs> that would be a secret episode. Yes. Um, and he would come in. We'd have breakfast in the morning. At the end of the day, he's like, hey, bud, where are we going? Where are we going to have drinks tonight? We're going to go bowling. And he's wow. married. He's got a uh, wonderful family. He could yeah. not have been nicer. And another full circle moment like Yulang had uh, not long ago when I relocated back to uh, Los Angeles from New York. Um, I was having dinner with some friends at a, a place that I will not mention. Okay. Um, but it's a, it's a beautiful, gorgeous uh, yeah. uh, Hollywood spot. Yeah. And there, um, David uh, Beckham was oh. sitting next to Gordon Ramsay. And I walked by and he waved at me. Oh. And he remembered me. It was only like two years earlier. Yeah. But um, he walked me over, introduced me to Beckham, said hello, oh asked about how the, the property that I was working at was, wished me well. Wow. Could not Could not have been nicer. And, you know, it's like you Lang said, there's, there's a few people that, inspire you that motivate you that you aspire to be that you want to model your career after um he's another one he's just a smart bright actively creative person who's really you know they say it takes 10 years to become an overnight sensation yeah. it also takes 10 years to become a bitter frustrated creep <laughs> yes, I'm so sure, I'm, sure. I'm sure yeah he worked a very long time and in a lot of really high-end places to get where he is yeah. a lot of blood sweat and tears and he appreciates that and uh, i worked really hard with him um, he's one who's uh, exceptional. He really is exceptional. He's a class act, and he could not have been nicer to me. And um, I stayed at a hotel in New York. He bought me dinner, bought me drinks. Wow. He really went above and beyond, and he's not required to. No, of course not. Yeah. You know, I was just the guy who worked with him. For two what days. shows did you do with him? I did uh, Hotel Hell. Oh, I remember that. Okay. And then I was a guest on uh, Hell's Kitchen. Oh, okay. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun to eat and drink for free and not, you know, not get yelled at. Call, I always try to find... Donkey. Okay, where was that Hell's Kitchen? I always tried to find it. That was in Culver City. Oh, it was Culver City. Okay. Yes. We were trying to find... We were, trying, we were looking at the outside. We were so nope, real quick. No, nope, no, You can't no, see no. nothing. very it's hidden. It's yes. very hidden, I'm yes, sure. Sir. I was like, yeah. it's not far from where I live. I had a feeling. Right. And then another one I worked with uh, is uh, Liddy Bastianich. Oh, yeah. And her and Mario Batali and Joe Bastianich and Nancy Silverton have all kind of commandeered the. Yeah. Italian American market. I worked for her in uh, Pittsburgh. I helped open up that property, Lydia's, and it was a uh, oh, yes. Northern Italian scratch kitchen. It's another one. Uh, this woman works and she's got a cookbook out every year. Yeah. She's got a variety of shows and she would come visit from New York or Italy and bust butt in the kitchen. Yeah. And we did a trade show. We've done a variety of trade shows oh, for a variety of reasons. And she was talking and she remembered me and waved to me again. And that's, oh. you know, you, you don't know because these are. You know, people who have a multi-million dollar oh, business. Yes. And she was very kind and, and introduced me to the crowd and uh, signed a book for me. And very, very sweet. Very, really good moment. You know, I, I, I've done food service back in the past, but it's as a waiter. I've done, I've done the waiter side of things. Mm -hmm. um, but I always admired 
for everyone from line cooks to she chefs to chefs to people who, who work, I mean, day in, day out, you're working in conditions that are like small or very high heat. There's pressure. It's like you gotta get stuff out. Um, you're creating magic in your plates. I mean, I mean, how, I mean, you both been doing it for years. I mean, how do you just kind of stay in the business? I mean, how is it for you guys these days? It's about training. It's not about not just you. It's about training. A, you know, it's about working with a team of people, so that so that you're everybody's executing at the highest possible level. Yeah, you should never be doing it by yourself. Wow, that's how you you fail. Yulang's absolutely correct. It's yeah. team oriented, goal oriented, and uh, one team member supports the other. It's you know, it's a cog in a wheel. No and I saw, I saw Hollywood. It looked like you guys were all working well together. Everybody was just in there doing their thing. If you call a restaurant soul, you better act like you have okay. one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like For that. Real. That's very true. Let's show a couple of food items that, I, that we have up there. And that was, I had that. That was so good. Oh, my God. Those are those sliders. We have a baker who makes all of our bread. That was afterwards. What is that? That looks like a crime scene. Yes, that was Come afterwards. On. It was a crime scene. That was, I had it on purpose. Like that was a crime scene. That right. was afterwards. CSI Hollywood. <laughs> Pork ribs. <laughs> I mean, just the food is just all good. It was good. That looks like the halibut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lion con halibut. Yeah, cauliflower puree. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And some of the things you brought today. So, like, okay, so we have like, I'm gonna, I have pictures on, post all these pictures online, of course. You have the mac and cheese with it's bacon. So deep keep dish mac and cheese with the bechamel sauce, which is one of your five mother sauces. We've also got, <laughs> it's in a cast iron skillet. So, we, as Yulang said, if, if we don't have any soul or we're not soulful in the kitchen, then we might as well close the door. So, and that goes with the aesthetics as well. So, we're mindful of that. So, you'll see a lot of wood, a lot of cast yeah, iron. Yes, that, yes. It's really sexy and it looks really rustic. Yes. looks like something my grandmother, Yolang's grandmother, would have. I too. I have mm-hmm. a cast iron that I it stole from my parents, by the way. I don't yeah. know if they're listening, but stole from them that I have in my house when I drove across country. Still I still use it. it. Yeah, of course I do. Oh, we, used have, we used to have a cast iron one. It's, it's funny, Dad. And original ca- original iron griddle for our pancakes. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means like generations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think still makes good pancakes. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, like perfect pancakes. Yes. Right. Look at these new things. They're like, they don't mm-hmm. work. Anyway, it's got so a grill mark on it. It also leaves one on your butt if you're not doing your job correctly. Right. There you yes. go. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and then, of course, we got the chicken. Yes. Okay, I'm biting, I'm biting in, you guys. You better yeah. get, go in. Okay, now, I never, had, I never had, I haven't had the chicken, so this is my first time. But I want you guys to talk about the chicken a little bit. So this is a tr- this is a recipe. It's a, it's my family's recipe, but obviously mm. we have tweaked it. We took a traditional Southern recipe and we tweaking and some twerking all, going on that we kitchen. Have <laughs> all of us have co- have have contributed to make sure that we kicked. You know, we wanted to just take keep taking the chicken to the next level. It's so good right now. It's organic. Okay. It's marinated. It marinates overnight, and we and then we cook it all. We cook chicken all day. They're cooking chicken right now. Mm-hmm. Chicken's that, flying out of that okay, door. Girl. Flying in. That that batter, that skin is so good right now. I'm like, oh my God, you shouldn't eat skin, but we're going to eat some chicken. It's That's organic. the skin. Exactly. It's organic. Yeah. You got to treat yourself sometimes. Oh my God, it's so good. I take, I take the crumbs. I was like eating the crumbs right there. I don't, want, I don't want to chew Marissa's ear right now, so, but I want to taste it for a little bit. I, was like, I'll yes. just, I will. Trust me, it's good. I can't wait to finish that in a second. I almost so, said finger looking good, but I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll do I don't that. Do but that. Like, no. She was told chew away. Back. Okay, she said, she said chew away, so one more, one more bite. She said, you can go ahead. It I can hear that crunching from mm-hmm. over here. Mm. It, is, it is the, it is totally the, 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 the skin. So good. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Mm, I don't want to waste any of these crumbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. So, I'll do the talk, I tell you, they're really good. This is why I have a show. 
Well, um, you know that it's it's not just chicken that you're getting on that traditional plate. You're going to get uh, a hot sauce. You're going to get a whipped uh, honey serrano butter. That's right. That's right. And you're going to get one of our buttermilk biscuits that are about two inches deep. These are the biscuits. Yeah, those biscuits are... Hold one up. Just hold one up. I need a couple of hands here to hold this Again, thing That up. thing is huge. And it's so good. I had it. It was so good. Size matters. Size. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, In that. biscuit world, yes, it does. Sweet Jeebus. Look at that. Yes. And hey, you hey, serve hey. that with, with uh, special butter, don't you? Yes, sir. And so those are made from scratch too, right? I mean, from just a, a recipe that just we're butter- almost a hundred percent scratch kitchen. We, we oh know we we go out a lot. Um, we don't like cans. We don't like jars. We don't like frozen. We get product in our restaurant literally every day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You guys, you guys you're not far from the um, on Sundays the Hollywood um, farmers market. market. I amazing. go there all the time. Yeah, it's wonderful. I see chefs there all the time. Sure. Actually, mm-hmm. you might sure. see me. Yeah. I might you, if I see, I know. Well, Ylang and I have gone several times. Okay. We we love the product they have there. We see a lot of chefs there. They've also yeah. got the live music, which is also yeah, important to both of us yeah, as well. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and I like it. And they serve food there too. They have mm-hmm. a, a whole row. They have food. Mm-hmm. I go there all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some, if I see you guys, like, and I know you guys. Yeah, yeah. Say yes. I say hi. And now these ribs are the bomb. I've had them, and they're so good. Can you talk about them a little bit? Uh, those are St. Louis uh, pork ribs. Uh, those have been uh, smoking in apple wood for about uh, 8 to 12 hours, and uh, that's a Memphis dry rub on there. Again, as Yulang mentioned, almost everything here is an amalgamy of cultures. So yeah. we've got a Louisiana hot chicken. We've got the fried chicken. We've got some French uh, mac and cheese. Yes. We've got uh, some French beignets, beignets over here. Yep. That's right. Um, and the ribs are, uh, again, no exception to that. They've... Uh, been smoking for such a long time uh, that the meat will almost fall completely off the bone. They do. They yeah. do. When I went to the restaurant, they fell, they fell into my hands. We had to put them on a wood platter because if she brought them individually, <laughs> the meat would have fallen off the bone, much like that crime scene you showed earlier. I know. I was like, yeah. they're, oh my God, they were so good. And they have briskets. Mm-hmm. They have, okay, so what What right now is like your your probably most known item at the moment? It's probably three items. It's okay. uh, Ylang's fried chicken. Yeah, I see why. It's our smoked platter, which has... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, hundreds a week. It's uh, you, you don't know what's going to take off. No, you don't. You don't. You know, know. I, I yeah. thought it'd be the fried chicken. I thought it'd be. I thought it could have been the wine. It could have been. You don't know. You, yeah. you have hope, and you put a lot of work into it. Uh, but the smoked meat platter. It's um, smoked brisket. It's uh, smoked pork shoulder, yes. which falls apart. Oh, I had that too. It was so good. Right. Oh it's God. the it's the uh, pork ribs. Yeah. And then we have uh, jerk chicken on there too. But yes. you, you know what, people that I'm I'm seeing that people appreciate is having some smoked food on Hollywood Boulevard. I don't yeah. think there is any smoked food. I can't there, there. there isn't. No. Right? no. There's so, lots of pizza and right. burgers yes. and Popeyes wings. But, you yeah, know, wings, but people yeah. appreciate having a smoke because we have a smoker that's on twenty four seven, and we I op- love having that smoker yeah, go. We actually uh, open it up a couple times throughout the day. Yolang will come in the kitchen and, and pop it open, and the smoke uh, billows out in the restaurant just to remind people that we're actually cooking. The, <laughs> the tenants, the t- some of the tenants above us love it, and some yeah. of them are like, "Are you smoking again? What are you smoking <laughs> down there?" <laughs> yeah. we want to remind them though mm-hmm. we're cooking. All right, so okay, so what if, if someone says? What it, what what is the food at Seoul Hollywood? What are the, like the senses you would say to people? Describe the food. I think you always ultimately want to appeal to all five senses. Okay. You know, you want to smell it, you want to taste it, you want to see it, see it, you want to feel it, uh, and you want to hear it. Uh, I mean, that cast iron is sizzling when it comes out to you. Wow. Um, it's 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 all five senses. What what do we want to? Say that again. I'm sorry. I'm saying. I'm saying. No. I'm saying. No. You, you just. I'm, I'm getting hungry. As you're just talking. I'm getting hungry. Um, but no. But these. No. I'm saying. Like, describe the restaurant to people. The food in the restaurant to people in a few sentences. Like, what would you say? You like? 
I would say that we found a way to put um, soul on a plate. Come check okay. it out. Well, yeah, to the mm-hmm. point. There's some soul on the plate too. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this this chicken skin. It's like so good mm-hmm. right now. Some bl- got some blue eyed soul in there too. Oh my! Yes, not all about right. not all about Robert Johnson at the crossroads. Hey, we lo- we lo- we like Hall Notes. Yes, we like we liked George Michael. <laughs> right. We liked Elton John. Yes, we BG. still do. Candle in the wind. Candle in the wind. Michael McDonald. Michael yep. McDonald. Yep. Soulful. <laughs> Tina Marie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All day. All right. Yep. Average white band. Mm-hmm. All yes. of them. Yep. We all. We all. They were David Matthews band. Yes, that's love me some David. There's, I mean, there's some soul out there that yep. that's, comes from the Little blue eyes. Stevie Winwood, blue eyed first that's blue eyed right. soul. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Dan. That's yes. 100. percent Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that one. Now some blue eyes in my family. So that's See? okay. See, some, some in there. Um, but no, I just I just want people to know that this place is it's just it's not just it's, it's it's a bunch of things here, but it is everything is very soulful. It's fresh. It's it's good. It's familiar. Which I think people like to go to places where they can like they taste something. This is really good, but I, it just reminds me of something. Mm-hmm. Well, food, uh, food, uh, as Yolang will testify, food and music are so powerful. Yes, and uh, you know we try to incorporate both in everything we do. Again, food and music are integral to our lives. We grew up with food and music. Yeah. Uh, heavily influences everything we do. We listen to certain music when we cook. Oh, we like listen that. to certain music when we eat. Um, and yep. again, if the chicken reminds you of something you had when you were a kid, it's probably because it reminds us of something we were a kid. And we're trying yeah. to recreate that, recreate those images, recreate those memories. It's such a visually powerful uh, thing food is. And it's very personal for everyone who eats it. Like the beignets, everyone who come in, who comes in and tastes these, the first thing they say is, ah, I've, I've been to New Orleans. And, and immediately I go, well, that's very powerful that it stuck with you. Even if they were bad, right. it's powerful because they remember it. And we... Part of our job is to try to remind them of those good and warm and loving memories of people gathering around a table and sharing a meal together and sharing stories. And then also I want to I speak to, you know, yes, it's soul food, but we have remembered the people that are vegan and vegetarian mm-hmm. that have allergies and that are just oh, yeah. food sensitive. And we go out of our way to take care of those people so that they're not threatened, that they, they, they can come and have a wonderful experience. And we have items on that menu that speaks to that, that takes care of everybody. So yeah, you don't and, want to put yourself in a corner. Yeah. And then also, I, we haven't spoken about it, but we got that happy hour. We got a fierce happy really, hour. Really happy. That happy it. hour is so happy right now. <laughs> it's, that happy hour is popping. They, we have a six dollar. Um, a glass of champagne. It's like a rosy French champagne. Mm-hmm. When you sip it, you start having an orgasm. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your curls, your feet start curling. Yeah, exactly. You can clutch your pearls. Your feet are I love that. Mm-hmm. And you can get some ribs, and we're doing these beautiful fries. And what's the what's that extra shake on the fries that we're adding? We uh, use a white truffle oil. Oh, Ooh, it's divine. Real white truffle oil, yeah. With some wow. ribs. Not flavored, oh. real truffle oil. Happy hour. Poppin'. What time is it from? The, where is it from? The from? From the from? from to it's, it's four from, to seven p.m. Yes, That's good. it's yes, about good. to start. So y'all need to get on over there. Okay, we're getting like, happy show right up. now. Seven days a week. That's good. Oh, seven days a week. That's seven good. days a week. Yes. Four to seven. Okay, so let's, let's let's get to that part. Okay, so you have you have dinner obviously mm-hmm. this week. Happy hour. Do you have breakfast and lunch every day? We have lunch from 11 to 4. Okay. And then when people are just starting to feel sexy and happy, we kick in the happy hour. Mm-hmm. And then when they're really happy, we start throwing out those beignets. Yes. Oh, I know. That's the first thing I had at the table they sent to me. I was like, oh, my God. Well, we so wanted good. to we wanted to awaken your palate. Uh, you did. Yes. And both of the and both of the, the sauces, compotes, whatever they are, they're really good. 
Uh, it's a blueberry and port wine compote yeah, and so a, a summer peach with uh, corn whiskey. That was my favorite. Oh, good. I'm a huge peach person. Sure, so, sure, And sure. whiskey person. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's another story. Whiskey scotch is another right, story. Right. I like my brown liquors. Yes. I do I'm a lot. I'm glad to know that. Yeah, I'm a big, big fan of those. Because I like to sip. I like to just relax. Mm-hmm. We would have the sip and whiskey growing up in North Carolina. Yeah. We would always sit on, had uncle or, or grandfather would sit yeah. on the porch on the rocking chair and just right. sip in the whiskey or the moonshine. Yeah. I, have a, I have a front porch and I'm a grandfather and mm-hmm. I have gray in my beard, so I just. Sip a little salt and pepper, a little, little seasoning. It's okay. <laughs> I earned every yes. gray hair I said. It means wisdom. Mm-hmm. I earned mm-hmm. every right. gray hair. Right. Now tell my children that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so, so you guys are open every day yes. from what time to what time? 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. till 12 p.m. The kitchen, but the bar is open till 2 a.m. Oh, bar until 2 a.m. Yes, sir. There's a long bar with. They told me that they told me the. Uh, I, I thought I wrote this down. There's like over how many? I could do the numbers for you. It's crazy, man. Yeah, tell, tell Chinese them. arithmetic here. <laughs> 250 types of wine. Yeah. 150 types of alcohol. I believe we have. 18 different types of beer. Yeah. And again, it's... Artisan beers. Artisan yeah, beers. Artisan beers yeah. Highly allocated. A lot of it's very difficult to come by. A lot of the liquors that we have on our liquor program are local, so we try to support the community. Much like California, we want to support the community that we live in. It's better that you support local, regional, seasonal, and we're all about that. I totally agree. Oh, my God. I, totally I wish we had brought you a cocktail. I know. I wish I had a cocktail. What about right me? I could go for a cocktail. <laughs> here with these beignets. I'm going to start doing shots. I'm sitting there staring at this macaroni and cheese with the bacon. Uh-huh. Um, now, okay, so now I always ask my guests the same two questions. Uh, I never prep them. Of course, you're at home. You guys who watch the show know this. I never prep the guest. I'm single. I'm six feet tall. Oh, sorry. No question. Hey, he's a good cook. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, that's, that's a catch right there. He's a good cook. He'll cook for you. Well, do you actually wait, before I even have to speak words? Do you guys cook at home? Yes. Oh yeah. So you still do? You know, even though you cook here, I love it. Oh, you yeah. like it? Okay. And then I always plan ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, since I know that I'm gonna be busy and I'm doing stuff for the yeah. restaurant, so you sh- you know, I take time. You have to take care of yourself. Okay. Because then that's that that way you, when you're at the restaurant, you're whole. You're not worried because you you've taken care of what you need to take yeah. care of. Yeah. You can focus. And so you cook too. Every day. They do. Okay, so you guys, you guys are in. You're yeah. in. Yeah. When it comes to food. I mean, it's it's. You can tell when people have jobs and people have careers. Yes. And there's a huge difference. There is. And Yulang and I have been doing this a very long time. And I'm reticent to say the phrase passionate because that's the new buzz phrase. <laughs> yes, yes. But, you know, we have passion for what we do. We have soulfulness for what we do. Uh, we're actively creative people. Um, you know, I'm in the restaurant seven days a week. Yeah. I literally am. Uh, I open it. Sometimes I'm opening and closing, and it's long hours, but um, I'm not working in a factory. I'm not digging a ditch. I'm yeah. not shingling a roof. Yeah. I'm being actively creative. I'm filling mm-hmm. people's bellies with food, yeah. and, and they're happy, and their hearts yeah. and soul. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the time flies, and you really enjoy it, and you, you're seeing you're making a difference in people's lives, and that makes all the difference. You are. You're making change people's lives. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my two words. Okay. So I asked everybody. I believe language means a lot. So I ask my guests these same two questions. One, this is, this is for each of you. What word do you think you should not say in the English language anymore? So take the, if you can say take that one, again. Take one word out of the English language. What word would it be? Nigga. That's that's usually one. Yes. Uh, no. Like that. No. What? Now on the opposite, what word should we say more of in the English language? Excellent. 
What's up? That's the first time for that one. Mm-hmm. Please. Excellent. That's the first time for that one. Go too. in the South. You'll hear please and thank you all the, the time. time. Yes, sir. Oh, my sir. God. I'm always teaching my, my friends' kids like to say please, say mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. That, that is very much a Southern thing. Yes, sir. That we say yes, sir, or saying, or say, I always say Miss Helen, Miss Susan. I can't, mm-hmm. I say, people go, are you from the South? I go, where my family is. I remember watching interviews with Elvis Presley, who was arguably one of the biggest stars on the planet for such a long time. And you see him on interviews, and he's like, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am. And this is the king of rock and roll talking to anybody, and it's even in the military, yeah. yes, sir, no, sir. Yes. Yes. Very Southern. And I was going to go back to you because we're on Black Hollywood Live. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the word, taking the N-word out, nigga out. And it's funny. It's a show that I like. On Michael said the show. I love the show. And they use the word a lot. And I find myself just b- bothered by it. You know, that's their artistic expression. They do it. But I was. what is one of the reasons why you think it should just not be said anymore? I, I just think, I, I, feel, I feel like we're, we're sending people to space. I mean, we're, we're going, we're heading to Mars. Why do we have to? Why are we still using this word that yeah. has hurt people over and over and over again? I just, I just feel like we're better than that. All of us, yeah. everybody. Everybody. Yeah, I feel the same way. I just want to touch on that a little because we are Black Hollywood Live, and you mentioned that. Um, but, but, but I like that. But excellence, I like that word. I mean, no one's ever said it before on the show. I like that. The reason that I chose that word because I just think, as also as human beings, I, I feel like people should be um, nicer to one another. People should support one another. People mm-hmm. should listen to one another, and that that brings personal ec- excellence. It makes it energy. It brings a. a it just helps everybody grow. I, I've so, heard that before that we're all energy and we are. Yeah, I believe that. And that you have two ears and one mouth, so you can listen more than you talk. Okay, I like that. I've never heard that. I like that. I'm all about active listening. I'm all about that. Um, but I always say, and I say it on the show all the time, people should be nice. Nice should be the norm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cost you anything to be nice. 100%. But it costs you a thing when you're not nice. It Absolutely. does. Isn't that funny how that and works? And you know when you're doing it, too. Right. Well, you, you know, know what you're it. doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm as perfect as I can be. Uh, but there are times when I'm not in a good mood, and I can tell when it's happening. I'm not in a good mood. Right. And how I'm treating someone else. It's contagious. It is. It's the same way in the kitchen. It's nothing unique about that. If someone wow. comes in, there's negative energy. Or if they're in a great mood, it sweeps very quickly. What, what advice would you give um, young chefs starting out today? Um, I, would, I would advise them to, to, to me, to really get out there and work. To work with different types of chefs because mm-hmm. different types of chefs will offer you, you're going to learn different things. They're doing different techniques. And, and so I, I would say that the experience, uh, uh, and, and the reason I would say that you really learn much more when you're, in the, when you're in the field, when you're really working in the kitchen, this, textbooks will teach you only so much, mm-hmm. but it's nothing like getting that experience. On, yeah. And also, I would also say to a new chef to, is to get some mentors, mentor up, mm-hmm. several, more than one, and for different things. Yeah. Smart. I I concur everything she said. I mean, I've had a lot of people approach me over the years, and hey, I'm thinking about going to culinary school, and I go, don't. You're going to learn more in six months working in a kitchen than you will in four years in school. You know, they don't teach you what happens when the chicken shows up late, or when the dishwasher calls out, or when you've got 40 tickets in front of you, or when the chef has hung over. They don't teach you any of that stuff. You need experience, and she's right. I mean, in in any field, I think. Expanding your palate, both literally and metaphorically, um, trying to get as much experience. Like I worked in a Japanese kitchen, I worked in a kosher kitchen, I worked in a Hawaiian kitchen, I worked in French kitchens, Italian kitchens, and there's a certain dance to all of them that's similar. Like I, I think Yulang will agree. You can, if you've been doing this long enough, you can walk in any kitchen and figure things out. 
Mm-hmm. But the experience of working in different cultures with different people, whether it's a chef or a cook, I worked in places before where the dishwasher ran the show. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, that it the, the restaurant makes or breaks if you don't have a clean dish, a clean spoon. That's a clean true. Knife. Well, that's very true. And if you upset that dishwasher, or if he's not, in a, or she's not in a good mood. You're done. You're back there scrubbing dishes, and I've done that many times too, and I don't want to go back. (laughs) So a lot of please and thank yous in Seoul. Yes, I like that. (laughs) You guys, I mean, this this, this restaurant's really good. I mean, I I can't can't even stress it enough how good this restaurant is. And I said, if you live here, you should go check it out. If you're visiting, you should go check it out. If you're planning to visit, you should go check it out. Like, I'm dead serious. I'm telling you. Tell them James Lott Jr. sent you. Breakf- uh, breakfast is coming soon. That's coming soon, okay. I don't know what my name will give you, but just say yeah, I sent you. See what happens. <laughs> I was just saying, James, you're like, okay, that's nice. Have a seat. Um, but they're good. But it's, I mean, the food is seriously, for me, trying to find food like this in Los Angeles is kind of rare. A lot of places have gone belly up, have left. Running a restaurant is not easy. Having a restaurant is not easy. There's a million of them. This place I went around for a long time. It's really good food. Me too. And the, and the staff is really nice. And the staff is really great. Good service. My sister went there. Great service for her too. So like, we can vouch this is a good place to go. It's it, a good it, meal. It isn't always the food. It is always the drink. Right. It's the ambiance. It's the yes. attitude. It's the greeting. Again, there's a lot of please and thank yous in that place because we yeah. all work very hard and we're all uh, trying to do a very good job. And Ylang said we're trying to get better every day. So your experience today will be great. You come in tomorrow. It'll be even better. They're on Twitter. They're on Twitter at Hollywood7046. Um, you can go there and see some. They have they, they announce things on there, and I see there's there's, there's pictures and stuff they have on and events that go on there. Um, and so I, I, I follow it already. So go ahead and follow it. I, I think you guys are also on Instagram and Facebook too. I believe they're also on there. Just look at yes, because the place is Seoul Hollywood, but it's seventy forty six Hollywood Boulevard. I think I said it five times now. Seventy forty six Hollywood Boulevard. We'll go there. Chef Julian, Chef Yang, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you so for much. Having us. And you enjoy it. all this deliciousness oh, that we have in God. front of you. Empty today. plates, empty plates soon. Uh, yeah, shortly after after we get off this, off this thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm digging. I'm already got stuff planned out. I'm talking <laughs> to you guys. I'm like, how should I keep doing my show? And I'm planning out. I want some of that. I want some of that. Biscuit's trying to climb off that table. It right is now. trying to roll over. It's trying to roll over here. He knows what's coming. I'm like, this is crazy. You guys, for sure, for sure, exactly. You guys, this is breaking into you, and um, this is on Black Hollywood Live. We're talking about Soul Hollywood, which again is on seventy forty six Hollywood Boulevard. You can go to um, Hollywood seven zero four six is the Twitter handle. Go there first, and I'll tell you leech and everything else that's on there. And it's really good, you guys. Uh, I'm James Lott Jr. You can follow me at James Lott Jr. We're all James Lott Jr.'s are sold. Um, we have a Facebook page called Breaking Into. Breaking Into is on Black Hollywood Live, which has its own Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook handles. They're also on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud. We're all over the place. This show is everywhere. You can watch them there everywhere. And this show is on to share this with people who like to eat food. Said share this episode. This, this links will be up there, uh, up there. So thank you very much for watching. I'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. All Thanks. right. It's Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff. We would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.